This is The Dudes, delivering to you wall-to-wall coverage of all Mississippi State athletics, featuring Reflector Managing Editor Tanner Marler and WMSB Sports Director Cody Blazak. Welcome back to another edition of The Dudes here on 91.1 WMSV. I'm Tanner Marler alongside Cody Blazak, as always. And it's been a minute since we've gotten to meet. You know, we talked Tuesday about big basketball game that Mississippi State had that night on the road in Columbia. They wind up dropping that one 66-64 in overtime against a very, very good Missouri team on the road. And personally, I'm not that upset about it. I thought they played a really good ball game. I thought that, you know, it this win helps Missouri a lot more than it hurts Mississippi State. If you're going to drop a game this late in the season, that's the way to drop it. Especially against a higher-ranked team, a team that's going into the game. On was the pro- road. On the road. You know, Mississippi State, a projected 11 seed. Missouri, a projected ninth seed. That's a game that Mississippi State is supposed to lose, and they almost did it. And it's aggravating, but, like, in the grand scheme of things, I don't think it kills State. It definitely doesn't. It definitely doesn't. And now with the way that A&M is trending, they're probably going to be an even higher seed than Missouri. I don't think that if you lose that one, it hurts as much either, but you definitely want to win it, and it solid- it, it locks you in to the tournament is yeah, what it does. One of these wins, one of these games winning them would be very, very nice. Would lock you in, essentially. I mean, it depends on the last. If you drop your last two, yeah. I don't know about I mean, if that. You be, uh, this is it locks you in, assuming that you beat LS, uh, South Carolina and Vanderbilt. Yeah, uh, uh, state has moved down. They're now they were the first of the last four, and now they're the second. So yeah, so, still not a, a not a big loss for Mississippi State. No, not ideal, but it is what it is. I'll take it. You better, yeah. you gotta, you have to beat South Carolina and Vandy. If you can take A and M, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Uh, if that were the case, Mississippi State would end their season 21 and 10. If they can take all three of those, that's a tournament team. Point blank, that's a tournament team. I agree. With this schedule and this record and this conference, that is a bona fide tournament team. Now, worst case scenario. You drop A&M and you drop one of those two. Then you have to go win at least two games in the tournament, I believe. If you beat A&M and drop no, one of if the you, two? If you lose A&M and drop one of the South Carolina oh, or Vanderbilt yeah, games. I, maybe. Yeah, probably. The, uh, Vanderbilt is just such an odd team. Yeah. I um. If you, if you drop A&M and you drop Vanderbilt, I think that you might only need to win one in the SEC tournament. Drop South Carolina, you put yourself in a deep hole. In a deep hole. Deep uh, hole. That is a game you cannot lose regardless. Absolutely not. You need a road SEC win is what you need. It's not even that. You just can't lose to a team that's 10-17. and 17. Actually, no. Excuse me. That is senior night here in Starkville. I'm, I misspoke. I was thinking of Vanderbilt. They do host South Carolina here. On the 28th, final day of February, for senior night, I think that's a win. These seniors are going to play up to the level they need to. You can't lose to a a team way under 500. You just can't do it this late in the season. First 15 games of the season, sure, yeah, whatever, big deal. Right now, can't happen. 
No, absolutely not. When it comes to the past, we now have the ULM midweek series behind us for baseball. What'd you like, Cody? What'd you not like? I liked Wednesday. I didn't like Tuesday. As a whole, I'm with you. What I did love about Tuesday, though, is Herangelo Siente can start now. That was Wednesday. Or but Wednesday, yes, yeah. He can Wednesday, do that. Excuse me. You know I'm used to these being doubleheaders on, like, Tuesday if we play two games. Yeah, that he can do. And I would not be surprised if you saw that next weekend. I need to try and find his final stat line, and I will here in just a moment. But what a, what a prospect, man. I believe he had, like, seven strikeouts, four innings pitched. I don't believe he allowed a run. I think he had a hit. Threw 97 with his right, 92 with his left. Yeah. Uh, it was um, it's wild. Put it that way. It is. He uh, that's not human. I I can barely write. I'm left-handed. I can barely write with my right hand. Nonetheless, threw a ball 92 miles an hour. You're we're lucky if that ball that I throw with my non-dominant hand goes 15 miles. And the thing an is, hour. with his dominant hand, he's touching mid mid to upper 90s. Hit 97 with Hit it yesterday. 97 on the right side. 92 to 93 from the left side. My God, what a prospect. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch him. Final stat line is insane. Four innings pitch, zero runs, seven Ks, one walk, one hit by pitch. From the right side, he threw 58 pitches, six strikeouts. From the left side, he threw 17, had the one walk and the one hit by pitch from the left side. Still got a strikeout on the left side. It's impressive. It's, it's, obviously that, it's obvious that his right hand is his dominant side. He's better from the right. No, but the fact that he yeah. can still be one of the best pitchers in this rotation from the left is wild. I, I wish you could change, like, mid-at-bat. Mid, could you imagine too how great? That'd be too difficult. Yeah, but still, it's a cheat code. It is. That's exactly what it is. That's why you can't do it. That's why you can't do it. It's a cheat code. Well, the way our pitching is, we need a little handicap. Yeah, yeah. And let's talk about the other side of that lineup. You know, we talked about Kellum Clark's ball being absolutely gone. Oh, my. Dakota Jordan. Holy smokes. 474 feet was the final distance. Gone. That ball left the park in a hurry. I mean, like, it it had somebody after it. Yeah, that, that, was, uh, that was impressive. That's the thing with this team. They're showing flashes. They're showing flashes of being absolutely dominant. They were absolutely dominant yesterday. Yeah, they were. And I think a big part of that is the pitching game. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that's just what it is. You know, when they pitch well, the lineup hit, hits well. And that, that, that kind of performance can happen. I mean, it, even in the game before, you put up, what, five runs? Yeah, but that was garbage time. It was, but still, you mean you get your bats going, you put up five runs with competent pitching. That's a much closer game. Well, not from what I am finding, Dakota Jordan's home run was further than it was. It was further than Kellum Clark's. Than Nico Cavadas's. Oh my God! And Cavadas nuked that. I mean, that ball was nuked, but Dakota Jordan's was nuked as well. Yeah, from what I'm finding. Sadly, we I had work, so I couldn't see it in person, but oh my gosh. The only thing I can find from it is distance was 450 plus. From Cavadas? 
Yeah, so it's very possible that. Yeah, it's possible. I just don't know, man. That I I swear that ball that Cavadas hit had to go five hundred, had to. Oh, I mean it. He launched it. Had to go five hundred. I'm looking. I'm watching the video to see if I can compare it. I'm not sure. I like, dude. I can't even see the ball in Cavadas. No, hit. that that was the one. I was watching that live and in person, and when he swung, I said, "Oh my god." Yeah, that was a. Uh, that might be the most impressive college home run I've ever seen. That is, it's not might for me. It is the most impressive college home run I've ever seen. Um, however, think it's. Uh, I mean, it's impressive. God, is it impressive? And the fact is, like, usually, and, and when I compare a guy like Dakota Jordan to Nico Cavadas, Nico Cavadas was like six five, every bit of two seventy, and he just hit nukes. Dakota Jordan is an athlete. Yeah, that was a that was a sweet swing. I hope for the life of state fans we can see some more of that. I mean, he's just an athlete. Yep, he's I, there's just a lot of plus and minuses to this team right now. There a is. lot to figure out still. There is. I hate that Siente couldn't get the win this past weekend, but he got the win on Sunday. A credit. You mean he to couldn't him. get the past win? He didn't get the. He doesn't get the win accredited because he only went four innings. He does get the. He's two and zero. Oh. The win's the been win. accredited to him. Has it? Yeah. Me and Steph were talking that that wasn't going to happen. Yep, he has well, already been good. accredited with it on Mississippi State books or NCAA books. Mississippi State books. I haven't okay. looked at NCAA books today. Well, we'll look. But either way, <clears throat> according to Mississippi State, he's got the two O start. Yeah, which is nice, very nice. Yeah, it is a. Uh, we also have an update good. on Pico Khan. He's day to day. They don't anticipate this to be a long term issue. Just kind of a precautionary deal early in the season. So. Hoping to see Pico not in this weekend series, but in the next one. There's another guy we're still waiting for. Where's Fristo at? Yeah, the verdict is still out on that. Verdict is still out. Hopefully we see him this weekend. I hope so. It's just an odd situation. I I look back at his freshman year, and I have to think to myself, you know, that was a guy that I had put a lot of faith in to really be a very, very good pitcher at this level later in his career. And now here we are later in his career, and we're not seeing him, and I hate that. Because he's got the talent. God, does he have the talent. He's got a live arm. Dude consistently bumps 96-plus. Yeah, it's just I don't understand how you went from so good to really, really struggling. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is, but... It's interesting. Pitching Ninja um, did a thing, like did a layover video on Ciente, and that is wild. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. We need to. We seriously need to invest in a video aspect of this show so we can show people this. According to the NCAA book... They gave him two? They got him two. Good. Good deal. Good deal. So he got the win from Sunday and the win in the midweek. That's a good start. I don't think he's allowed a run yet either. For granted, it's only been five innings, but still. Yeah. Because he got the closing win on Sunday, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Gets the closing win on Sunday. 
pitched four innings. That's another thing that's impressive. He can close, too. I feel like he would be a very good utility guy, just whenever you need him. If you can't figure your starting pitchers out, there you go. If you need someone in a close game, there you go. There you go. If you need a relief pitcher, there, there you, you go. go. I feel like he can really do it all. He really can because what's what's really crazy can he throw about with his it? Feet too, huh? Could he throw with his foot? No, what's too? really crazy about it is the dude can hit. Uh, can he? He hit in yeah, he hit in prep school. He can actually hit. Did he launch him though? I think so. That's impressive. I'll have to go back and does look. he bat ambidextrous? Yeah. Though? Oh yeah, he switch hits. He switch. That's hits. that's impressive. He's completely ambidextrous, man. What a what a what a prospect. How do you how do you think? To yourself, like as a parent, I'm going to try and get my kid to pitch with both hands. And we're going to try and consistently keep it high. And once he gets in the 90s, he's going to the MLB no matter what. Yeah. No, How I, do you I, think of that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think you just have to be a very special player. Because, like, from a young age, I was taught to use my left hand in basketball. And when I say young, I was like eight years old shooting left-handed layups. But this guy is ridiculous. <laughs> he's just ridiculous. We need to go get a radar gun and clock what we can throw with our non-dominant hand. I would just, I would just like to follow him around for a day and see if he favors one hand like over the other and everything, or like he's truly ambidextrous. Yeah, like does he write with different hands in different situations? Yeah, like what does he write with his left hand in math class and his right and his right hand in English? Like. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm like, not does sure. he drive with both hands or, like, right hand at 12 or left hand at 12? Or, like, how does it oh, work? Man, I, yeah, I switch that. I See, I don't. I only use my dominant hand. I'll, I'll, I'll drive with the left every now and then. I, no, nah, it's not a thing for me. I'm just closer, in, I guess I'm just closer to Angelo Siente than you are. No, I think you just do it. Yeah. If I wanted to, I could. I just don't. Maybe. Maybe. And I may do it and I don't realize it. We're going to have to take a short break here on the dudes, come back and give you the preview of what's to come this weekend as Mississippi State takes on Arizona State at the dude, and the dogs are set to host the Aggies on Saturday in some basketball. Stay with us here on 91.1 WMSV. We'll be right back. Dear hero, whoever you are, you save lives. I live with sickle cell and the pain and the issues that come along with sickle cell every day. I'm most grateful that people are willing to go out there and take their time, their blood, and give me new life. Because of you, I'm allowed to see my son grow up. Giving equals living. Give blood. Replenish the supply. Learn more at hhs.gov slash giveblood. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Welcome back to the Dudes here on 91.1 WMSV. If you're just joining us, I'm Tanner Marler alongside Cody Blazak. Big weekend for MSU sports. It's still crossover season. Uh, softball hits the road this weekend. We'll dive into that in a moment. But here in Starkville, Mississippi State basketball set to take on number 25, Texas A&M, this Saturday. This is an interesting matchup. 
Yeah, Anderson Garcia returns to Starkville. I was going to say, there's a dude that I really wish was on our team from that team. Yeah, could you imagine this team with Anderson Garcia? Could you imagine this team with Anderson Garcia and Derek Fountain? I don't think Derek Fountain would play play too big of a role. Yet He's a shooter. Yeah, He'd be but the best shooter on this team. Point blank. Possibly. He would be. He'd be the best shooter on this team. He's six foot nine. He's a big dude. He's playing he's key minutes dude. for LSU. Granted, LSU not yeah, a good but team, but he's, he's playing. He's playing key minutes and putting up ten, fifteen, or I think it's really ten or twelve points a game for a really bad team. Yeah, but that's a team that KJ Williams is putting up darn near twenty a game for. Yeah, but KJ Williams is taking all the shots. Fair I think Derek Fountain would be a key component of this team. I think he would give you somebody a little bit bigger than Tyler Stevenson that will step out and hit the three. I think he'd be more consistent than Tyler Stevenson. I do too. Now, not that T. Steve has played bad. No, he's there have been had some stretches games. where he's... There have been some games this year that T. Steve has won for this team. Yeah, he's been impressive in some games, and then he's been... Less impressive than others. Yeah. Didn't impress me at Missouri the other night. No. They, there wasn't a whole lot that... You know who did impress me at Missouri the other night? Sean Jones. That man has come out of nowhere. Have a game, walk-on. Have a game. Have a game. Have a season, dude. I know. My Lord. No, like, he, I know he's only averaging, like, five points a game, but he still, he though, literally is it's not, it's, little it's, Anderson Garcia. It's not what he does on the offensive end that's impressive to me. It's not. It's what he does on the defensive end. You know, he steps out and guards the best player on the floor at times as a walk-on freshman and has no fear. And then, I mean, it, there he makes game-saving plays. He makes basket-saving plays. There was a play in the first half the other night. Sean Jones had the block of the year. Chase down block on the fast break, saved the bucket. I mean, he had the block of the year. And then probably three minutes before that, he goes, gets an offensive rebound, put-back dunk. And so, then two plays after that, he spots up from the wing and drains a three. He's a guy that literally has nothing to lose and plays he's a like it. Yeah, I, I mean, if he if he messes up, um, who really cares? He's a walk on. Yeah, and I could see him stepping into a much larger role with this team as the season goes on. He's been getting more and more minutes, and then as we get into the next season, I could really see him start to take the reins, develop, get a little bigger. He best have a scholarship next year. Oh yeah, I don't think that's in. I don't think that's in question. I mean, he's like he's like the player of the fans or the fans people. Can't you can't not like him. Him and Tyler, yeah, him and Tyler. Yeah, him and Tyler, little stands. He's fun to watch though. He is. He's just wiry. He gets after it, man. Him and he uh, does make some dumb plays. I will say he's that. He's a freshman, but he does make some impressive plays. He's a freshman, man. He's got to make freshman plays. I mean, this is a team where I look down the bench. I see a guy like Kamani Hamilton. I see a guy like Martavius Russell, especially. And what more could you ask for out of a young group? And then you give Jans a couple recruiting cycles at a place that he's stable at in the SEC. That's getting a brand new facility. Good things are on the way. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. They'll take on Texas A&M this Saturday. And this A&M team is one that it's very similar to this Missouri matchup, man. Um, They're a really good team. They're a tournament team. They're a top 25 team. And they're going to come into Starkville looking for a win. And if you can take one, a quad one win on your home floor, I think it locks you into March, barring any disasters against South Carolina and Vanderbilt. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um 
I mean, Texas A&M is 21 and 7. They just they're coming off of a big loss or excuse me, big win to Tennessee. I mean, they've got it all figured out. Unfortunately, they have not lost in the month of February. There's no better time than 3 days from the end of it, I guess. Yeah, their last loss came against Arkansas on January 31st. That game tips off at 2.30 on the SEC Network. I think that one could be, very well could be a, a packed house, and here's why. Mississippi State is, has got a great plan for this. Tip-offs at 2.30. All right. They're offering tickets to the Saturday baseball game and the basketball game against the top 25 team. These, these are two NCAA tournament teams essentially, for $15. Not a bad steal. That's that's a steal. That's exactly right. 15 bucks to get to go watch baseball at the Carnegie Hall of College Baseball, and you get to watch some basketball. Sounds like fun. If you're not a student, or if you are a student, tell your parents to get in town this weekend. This is the weekend to do it. 15 bucks gets you into both. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Pack the hump. Pack the home. Let's just win. It's also a mid-afternoon game on a Saturday. Just win. How about that? Yeah, win. Let's win baseball. Let's win some basketball. Let's win some, well, let's win some men's basketball, and let's win some women's basketball, and then let's win some softball. Yeah. Let's let's try to go. And I think tennis, too. Yeah. Let's try to go undefeated this weekend as Bulldogs. Okay? I think it's doable. We had a rough weekend last weekend. Yeah, that was not... We had a rough Tuesday. Last weekend wasn't terrible, actually. We only lost... Well, you lost baseball. We lost three games out of, like, 13. Yeah, you lost baseball. You won an overtime against Ole Miss. But you lost a baseball game. When you say baseball... Yeah, you, you lost a baseball you went game. Two and two one VMI. In, you went 2-1 and one in baseball. You went 3-2 and two in softball. You won. You beat Ole Miss. You beat Alabama. It was a, yeah, it was a good weekend. Seven and three ain't bad. No, it's a good weekend. Let's see if we can beat it this weekend. Go undefeated. All right, seventy percent. That's not. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Shoot a little higher though. Yeah, let's try to. Let, I think they should win them all. I think they should win them all. I hope. I, I hope they win them all. I do hope they. A and M does worry me. A and M also worries me. Arizona State worries me, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Arizona State worries me, but. It's also early in the season. Yeah, I don't I don't yeah. I mean big deal, but at the same time I just don't know what to think. I don't have expectations for this team yet. Yeah. I am tickled to death at these first pitch times though. Friday night or Friday afternoon, first pitch at four PM. Why? Why is it during the day? Put it at six. Well, okay. The Friday I could see pushing back. They did push Saturday back to five, which I love. I'm good with that. It's gonna be dark. It's I could a night do game. three to five on Saturday is good for me. I think I think four to six on Friday is good. I think f- for me I'm in now. Class. Like, well, yeah, you are. I don't you're appreciate only in it. Till, you're only in it till five, and yeah, sometimes you miss, get out before then. That's fair, give or take. Yeah. yeah but Sunday, then I gotta, and then Sunday you come back at one p.m. I think one p.m. is a good Sunday pitch. Yeah, noon noon through two I think is good for Sunday. Yeah, yeah. But either way, Arizona State that one's going to be aired on SEC Network plus no national TV. I think they're all the plus this weekend. Yeah, no, no uh, basketball is on the main network. I'm talking about baseball. Yeah, they are. You're not going to get, get baseball on the main network until you get into conference play, unless yeah. you're playing a ranked opponent. Uh, 
in your um, non-con games to open the season up. Yeah. Are you going to Pearl Tuesday night? 6 p.m. pitch? I'm thinking, well, no, we have to work. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure we work. We have to work, darn. Either way, Arizona State for baseball this weekend. Diamond Dogs coming in at three and two. Going to try to leave six and two. If they win six, if they leave six and two, I'm a lot more confident. Honestly, if you go two and one, yeah, I'm, I'm win happy the series. With that. If you win all your series, you're you're a postseason team. Point blank. Yeah, I. Uh, I'm all right with a. Yeah, win two the one win. Win the series. It's what it takes. Power five opponent coming to town. They're going to bring. You know some what? I take talent. that back. Actually. As long if we can get our even if we lose a game like two to one, I'm fine with that. As long as I see improvement in our pitching, yeah, I will take. Honestly, I would take like three two to one losses. You had a bad, you had a bad hitting weekend. That tells me your pitching's getting better. From there, clean it up. Uh, the pitching is the worry. It was last year, and it's going to be this year until you see a change. That's fair. Now I don't want him to go two or th- oh and three and all of them be two to one losses, yeah. but. Them only allowing two runs, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, no, I can see that. Softball hitting the road yet again. They did just get their first pitches in in the new uh, new cages over at News Park. The facility's coming together nicely. I'm happy for them. Got to tour that facility right before its completion. It's very nice. Probably one of the nicest softball facilities in the SEC. Good for them. I'm excited. They're going to hit the road this weekend for the South Alabama Invitational on Friday at 12.30. They'll take on Tulsa. On Friday at 5.30, they take on South Alabama. Saturday, they have La Tech and Furman. And then Sunday, they'll turn around and play Furman again before finally hosting a home game against Mississippi Valley State, a doubleheader on Tuesday. First pitches at 2 and 4. I would love for them to go 5-0 and this weekend. If they go 5-0, and oh, I, I am very confident that it's a pretty packed news part on Tuesday. Hopefully. I like to think so. I think that last season really caused a lot of Mississippi State fans to buy into what this softball program is doing. I mean, that's the most people I've ever seen at News Park. That's obviously, that was an attendance record for them. And I think that for Coach Ricketts and the rest of those girls, the only way they want to go is up. And they should. They've got some of the most exciting freshman prospects in the country. Yeah, they had a. I mean, they had a historical season for the university last year. I mean, yeah. Of and course, not, all you want to do is go up. Yeah, and I'm not saying they're going to host it again this year. That would be stupid of me. But if they do, it's going to be great. Mississippi State softball is trending in the right direction. Every single program, well, most programs, for me at this point, are trending in the right direction. Hopefully. I think you can make the argument every single program is, but we'll see. When Oop. fall rolls back around, we'll see. We got to get through baseball season. Yeah, but there, there's only one. Way, there's only one way to go from 14th in the SEC. You could, you could go 14th in the SEC with a worse record. Yeah, it's possible. It's possible. However, but we don't like they, those thoughts. We don't like those thoughts. The intrusive thoughts. We can't let them win. Short show today, but that's about all we've got time for here on The Dudes. We'll bring you all of the wall-to-wall coverage of your national headlines tomorrow on Hot Takes. Same time, same station. But as for The Dudes, everything on all streaming platforms is now current. 
you can go find the newest, dopest, and dankest episodes of The Dudes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, any of your choices. This is already on Spotify. You're listening to it at 6, but it's already on Spotify. It's already there. It's already there. Just go listen. Again. Again. Just go listen. It's super easy. We love all of our listeners. Love them. That's about all the time we've got here on The Dudes. We'll wrap it up. See you guys tomorrow at 6 o'clock for Hot Takes. Again, this has been The Dudes on 91.1 WMSV. The proceeding was a WMSV production.